0: Nana's old school. Yeah, my mom told me there'd be white people that did this. Pocket watches and coffee grinders and pretending to be in the steamboats. But let's get this straight. This is real life. My Nana's gonna whoop you.
1: Unless I find her a switch.
0: Good morning, morning, Greendale. Greendale. I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. Here are your morning announcements. Today, we are talking about Community Season 1, Episode 18, Basic Genealogy. Have you ever been an ex-stepson? Uh, no, I can't say that I have. Me neither. It seems like the
1: weirdest thing in the world to me. I get, I get. That it is, it is something that can exist and does exist. It mm-hmm. just seems wild to me. Um,
0: why? Why is that, Mike?
1: Because s- children, you can't really like. I'm not an ex son, or mm-hmm. you're not an
0: ex son. You know,
1: people aren't ex daughters um, necessarily. I have not known that to be the case. Um, you can dis, you can disown your family. You can be disowned, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera but there's no such thing as an ex son but there is such a thing as an ex stepson which i find interesting but I, I understand that it is about the the ties that bind the the parents the the step step parent and the regular parent together that re- determines your status of ex or not i find that mm-hmm. interesting okay
0: um family stuff I, is weird family stuff can be very weird yes that is that is accurate i uh, am a stepson mm-hmm. as am i so i've i've got that going for me i don't i don't have uh any real experience being an ex-stepson mm-hmm. same okay great we don't neither of us have this experience
1: and uh i think we've ended the opening bit <laughs> early. now if
0: if you were an ex-stepson okay and you went to your ex-stepfather's community college would you bone down with jeff winger
1: well first off (laughs) bold of you to assume that i'd go to my ex-stepdad's community college um second off of course it's jeff winger
0: okay great perfect now have you seen how how handsome
1: have you seen how handsome
0: I have seen how handsome
1: the Dean is getting like, just touching abs all over the place.
0: Touching abs all over the place.
1: To be fair, the, the Dean might be, uh, overstepping some bounds when he just continually touches Jeff's abs. Might be fair point. Fair point. Language needs to be more, uh, declarative there. Yeah. Uh,
0: yes. So, um i i too would um bone down with jeff winger honestly
1: not only would i do it i would think of it as an honor look how handsome he is and he's like this guy this right here you want this yes of course absolutely let's go let's have fun um
0: excellent excellent (laughs) we've we've brought it back around to community we've really we've done it this opening as
1: always we've we nailed these opening bits um they've never been disastrous even in our previous show and uh here Mm -hmm. we are doing uh a community
0: doing a community congrats gang we've done a community (laughs) oh boy um is there anything else you would like to say about ex stepsons?
1: no I, although or if you are an ex stepson out there we'd love to hear your experience tweet at us at good greendale
0: and, and would uh, you bone down with jeff winger that one's just for everybody
1: regardless of ex stepson uh situation although i think i know most of the answers that we're gonna get of re uh bone down with jeff winger
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: i could be wrong i i don't want to assume however i do think it's going to be mostly positive
0: yes i i would uh agree with that we should put up like an official poll though i think oh it's sure important, it's important to have the, the actual data instead of just assuming that all of our fans are ready to bone down with jeff winger
1: now ben i have a question for you are you putting that poll up right now
0: i am not i'm seeing how hot my computer is
1: okay because you move some stuff around and i'm like i think he's he's getting ready to type on some keyboard stuff
0: let's talk about the actual episode and less about boning jeff winger until that part actually comes up
1: i mean you know we could we could or we could we could just go ahead and talk about jeff winger
0: boning down If we ever manage to get Joel McHale on this podcast, it might be a little bit weird if he goes back and starts listening to it and being like, boy, they sure talked about boning down with my character an awful lot. Mm -hmm.
1: And to be honest, him a little bit as well. He is is a handsome guy, regardless of the character he plays.
0: I mean, he brings the energy that we want to bone down with, right? Mm
1: -hmm. It's energy. It's... You, su- you know, there there is some appearance, sure, I get it, but there's also the energy that's brought to the character.
0: The energy, the abs, the carefully, uncareful, roguish good looks.
1: And the bedhead that he worked about 45 mm-hmm. minutes
0: on this morning. Season one, episode 18, Basic Genealogy. It starts out in the hallway. Uh, we find out that it is family day and even
1: the human being has brought his apparently daughter
0: yeah it's huh. weird it's a, it's a lot to consider that means if you think about it the human being has had sex before if i can offer this counterpoint
1: mm-hmm. i don't want to think
0: about it <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like no it's like the thing that you and front of the podcast tema always bring up that um out of all the disney characters goofy is the one that has evidence that he has uh had sex yes because he has a son he, canonically he has, a son. has a son yeah max so when you think goofy is just a, a stupid dog character goofy Gets down to business, canonically. Not only, does,
1: not only does he get down to business or business, to repin- depending on how you feel about that, he is a good dad, and I want to emulate him when I someday become a dad. I already have the dad fashion down. I'm good on that. I need the dad instincts, and who can I learn from but the goofster?
0: Yeah, he is He is a pretty good dad, um, and also he canonically has sex, sure. so i would say come at me disney but please don't
1: yeah pl- you, <laughs> you, i mean we're we're uh we're not the only person on the internet to say that you know goofy canonically has sex but usually it's said in a much coarser way
0: uh jeff is talking to slater and uh she is like you know hey uh we need can, we need to talk and he's like what are you breaking up with me and she says oh maybe we don't need to talk which is a very slater way to break up with somebody yeah
1: um it's also a very jeff way to kind of take the we need to talk conversation
0: i mean i i get it like yeah my anxiety is like anytime someone says we need to talk i'm like all right What is the worst possible way that this situation can go?
1: Let me, I want to tell a story about that because it happened to me recently. uh, Well, I guess a month ago, my boss on my birthday um, was like, hey, I need you to join this Zoom call. I'm like, okay, is it what's going on? And he's like, nothing. We just need you to join the Zoom call and i'm i just we're going to have a one on one and i've i've been feeling a little bit you know stressed out and he's like okay mm-hmm. i'm like okay uh, am i going to be put on a pip or like what is going to happen and no it was everybody there sh- it's wishing me happy birthday because it was my birthday and i was an idiot and i forgot that so i thought i was going to be disciplined <laughs> and instead i joined with all the people that w- i worked with saying happy birthday and how much they uh, i meant to them and i'm like Oh, this is wonderful. Why am I an idiot? And why did my brain say <laughs> that this was going to be the worst thing that it could possibly happen when everybody just wants me to be happy? Mhm. Mhm. So yeah, that uh, was that was how anxiety. that my brain work.
0: Yeah. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. It's fun.
1: And I'm on medication for anxiety and that still happened.
0: But see, when a when an authority figure is like, "Hey, I need you to join this thing. We we need to have a chat." Yeah. You know, whatever. I, you know, anxiety only ramps up the the bad ideas. I think people without anxiety are like, "Oh crap, sure. what I, what did I do?"
1: Yeah, it, I, so, I guess you're right. That is probably. I just think you're normal still. Paranoia. I think you're
0: still firing on all normal cylinders. There, <laughs> it's just that the you know, anxiety is like, "Oh, also, my boss is going to to accuse me of running over his cat," like, which
1: is wild because I don't. I, don't, I haven't driven anywhere in months.
0: It cuts to the study room. Um, they're all talking about what family is going to visit for this family day. Mm-hmm. And Shirley's kids are going to join for family day, which yeah. is nice. She talks she does, about them a lot. We she doesn't get a lot yet. of time. Abed's worried that they're twins. And uh, we get the joke where Abed's like, I hope they're not twins. Twins freak me out. They always know what the other one is thinking. Yeah. And they're always finishing each other's pie. It's creepy. And then Abed says, and they're always finishing each other's sandwiches. He says pie, but you oh, know. Oh,
1: right. That's a different, <laughs> that's a different but see, joke. No, I
0: want to, I want to bring that up because the first, I'm glad the I first might... TV show <laughs> I ever saw do this joke was Arrested Development where, um, Michael and Lindsay are talking and, mm-hmm it's like that feeling that you read about twins having we're twins you didn't give me access to the banking now she's different she's a little bit more like me
1: it's like we finish each other's sandwiches sentences why would i say
0: sandwiches that time i was gonna say sandwiches and i don't know why (laughs) (laughs) this is the first tv show i've ever seen do this and now i've seen the same exact joke so many times community did it um a party down has a uh, similar joke. We have so much in common. We finish each other's food. Th- I know. No sentences. It's a very common joke all of a sudden. And I'm like, D- did that come from Arrested Development? Were people making that joke before Arrested Development? But I I, I just feel like I've seen that joke so many times now.
1: <laughs> the- there would it help you to know that there is a TV
0: tropes on this specific, uh, it would help me to know that. Okay.
1: Oh boy. Uh, yeah, I, there's a lot here. There's a lot. There's a lot in audio plays, anime, comics, um, animation films, including Hercules. Okay. Um, uh, it happened in scary movie four where it was, we're already finished each Finishing each other's dinner, which is good time okay. yeah there's uh there's quite a lot of e- of this finishing each other's sentences
0: I need uh, jokes I need uh, an entire uh timeline I need to know who and this is this covers a lot of other jokes on the trope that's not all finishing each other's food. I need a whole timeline of this professional wrestling as a list in here okay never mind it's just a quick yes i've never heard of
1: either of those two wrestlers
0: um i just it's i just feel like it's a joke i had never heard uh before arrested development and now everyone does it so this is fine Anyways, uh, yeah, my note literally says Arrested Development rant here, I guess. So, (laughs) anyways. I do love
1: how sometimes we come to the the show with, I know that I'm going to do this at this time because I have one later on, too.
0: I also maybe have another one. So, uh, this is going to be a long episode. (laughs) Buckle up. Shirley is bringing her two sons. Um, Abed's cousin, uh, Abra, is visiting from Gaza. And... Mm -hmm. um, she wears Troy, burka. she wears a burqa. Troy's grandmother is going to uh come as well, and uh Troy's not thrilled, yeah, he's already
1: trying to find cabinets to hide in,
0: which Britta gives this whole speech about like you know we we've got to respect our elders and you're being really. uh uh, awful right now and blah 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 she is on her high horse you need to cherish them high horse and um troy's just like nah you don't you don't understand and so that sets one plot in motion in motion actually everything in this scene we we really come to a lot of these community episodes where it's like all right First scene in the study room. This is what we're all going to be doing this episode. It is. We've got the Shirley's sons and Abed's cousin plot. We've got the Troy's nana's plot, mm-hmm. and then we get the other plot which is Jeff walks in and announces that he has been dumped. Uh
1: Shirley immediately jumps and says, "Uh Abed and Troy, go put a dead bird in her glove compartment." She's like, whoa, sure, yes. calm down.
0: She jumps to those um to that vengeance real quick. Real quick. Uh Jeff's like Is no, that what Jesus would do? I don't think so. Is, is that what baby Jesus would do? She needs I, to wear that bracelet even when it's not December tenth. Yeah yeah
1: just because <laughs> just on december 10th is not just the only time to wear this bracelet mm-hmm. um jeff's like no i'm fine i'm the dumpy i don't need to lay low and i can just make out with any girl on campus now
0: right and uh he's you he's ready to go shirley gives a great line where she's like i mean you're you just don't know what love is you're just a machine you know you're like the, the booty you know like the terminator but with booty right
1: and ever and, and well she says you know like i'll be back but with booty and then they all have a conversation about like <laughs> but why would he bring the booty back um and then I-
0: feel i feel like the booty nader would be the one who brings the booty Mm -hmm. like he 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 searches out the booty and then he brings the booty back i think this makes perfect sense i think everyone's giving shirley too hard of a time
1: well i i think it is up to everybody's interpretations of booty nader until there is a official booty nader television show which probably would watch to be honest with you Anyway, everybody else seems to be distracted by this discussion of Booty Nader, which I believe Ben is Googling. Um, uh, Jeff notices a woman who
0: looks a, l- a little bit lost in the library. It is the character Amber, who mm-hmm. is played by Catherine McPhee, mm-hmm. and she was an American Idol person. Mm-hmm. And then she was also later on Smash. S- Super Smash Brothers? N- no, she just was- Smash. No. She w- did you did no. you main Catherine McPhee in Smash no. Brothers?
1: No, because she was not in <laughs> Smash Brothers. She was in an NBC show called Smash. Plus, you main
0: Luigi anyways. It's yes, so of course I main Luigi with a secondary of Snake. So there's a booty hashtag on oh, no. Twitter. There's a lot of butts, as one I, would expect. Yeah, uh huh. There's a lot of people quoting the bootinator that's like Terminator, but with booty. Sure. Some of these go back very old. Uh September twenty eighth, twenty twelve, March third, twenty twelve just someone someone in December twenty fourth, twenty eleven, just tweeted hashtag bootinator. Mm-hmm. No other comment.
1: Well, this the original air date of this episode was March eleventh, twenty ten, so it's probably somebody catching up and tweeting hashtag bootinator.
0: Yes. So, anyways, this is Amber. Um, she was not a character in Super Smash Brothers. Um, Yet, I
1: mean, <laughs> they're putting a lot of people in Super Smash Brothers for the next, Switch. I'm next just Nintendo put
0: Direct, way. we're gonna find out Amber from the episode <laughs> Basic Genealogy of Community is gonna be the next Super Smash Brothers character. And then Jeff is uh, gonna be
1: an assist trophy, and everybody's like, Jeff Winger could have been the character.
0: It's it's wild. Uh huh. Um, her up B move is cashing your check for 25 grand <laughs> but we'll get into that so um <laughs> what an up what a good up be amber it turns out is pierce's ex-stepdaughter mm-hmm. and jeff is immediately horny for that one so well, i mean catherine mcphee is a very beautiful woman she is a very attractive woman who was not in smash brothers
1: unfortunately because she was not in (laughs) smash Brothers, she is she is she cannot be assumed as the sexiest woman alive um that title goes to princess peach
0: hey oh there we go
1: and i know that bayonetta and zero zeus samus are both in smash i just want to put that out there before i get people on my timeline saying what why not bayonetta i know it's still peach
0: hey no i i can uh you know Maybe not, maybe not my go-to, but you know what? I'm I'm willing to uh, to accept that. Look,
1: I think part of beauty is also the amount of of what what the hobbies of a person are. Uh, the hobbies of Zero Suit Thomas <laughs> are fighting aliens, terrifying. Yes. Uh-huh. The hobbies of Bayonetta, I believe, are fighting demons, super terrifying. Yes, absolutely. The hobbies of Peach are tennis, golf, m- uh, karting, and also baking cakes
0: so she gets you on the, that is she gets you on the sports thing and then also you get some cake later
1: exactly okay exactly okay. i do have the problem that i have to go save her from bowser a lot for some reason
0: okay that's that's legit um i'm gonna go more of a bayonetta uh myself it's fair you, you um, love that danger you always have i i do and you know she's she has some wicked uh gun foo action and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. saves people from de- saves well some people from demons. It's I fine. will say
1: that, you know, the the guns might be a uh a hazard in um the intimacy, I'll be I'll put it that way. I would be concerned. And, you know, we've we've got concerned. a
0: safe word. So anyways Oh boy <laughs> Uh we've talked more about Super Smash Brothers and community so far. So that's great. Um, this is on brand. You know this is on brand. Look, it is a 90 something degree day here. My door is closed. I'm sure. going to be lucky if I'm coherent by the end of this thing. <laughs> so I, uh,
1: it's going to be it's going to be a wild one, so st- strap in everybody.
0: Anyways, Pierce is like stay away from my daughter because mm she's my daughter don't do this even and though jeff, you
1: know ex-stepdaughter
0: yeah pierce throughout keeps calling amber his daughter and she's like stepdaughter and even then technically ex stepdaughter. jeff comes back but without booty
1: mm-hmm. uh, we go to spanish class where everybody's families are there shirley's boys elijah and jordan Uh, point alien guns at Abed's dad and call themselves Homeland Security before Shirley tells him them to leave him alone. Rough.
0: It is pretty rough. Yes. I mean, on the one hand, you know, little boy's going to run around with guns and whatever toy guns is fine. But, uh, yeah, that Homeland Security thing, um... You know, uh-huh. I'm not going to call, I'm not going to call Shirley a bad mom, but that's one of those things you might want to stamp out. Yeah. Uh, it's a teachable right moment at the at, at, it's to, a ve- very teachable it. moment. Yeah. Um, she doesn't. Um, I mean, she, she sort of shows her own, um, ignorance when Abra comes in and she freaks out about the burka and says mm-hmm. that you're like a black ghost. So, yeah,
1: there's a lot right here that is a whole big yikes. Um, he, uh, she mistakes, uh, Gooby nodder's name for a, for the foreign language he speaks. Um, and then when he, when she, uh, when she, uh, basically says hello to Abra, she uses like hand gestures and says gratings in a very kind of exaggerated way, which is kind of a yikes for me,
0: at least it's a, it's a lot of yikes. Um, um, we also find out Pierce has 32 stepchildren between all of his marriages. So there's that. Amber's his favorite. Apparently. Mm hmm. Um, uh,
1: she suggests that the mass email she got made it made her certain it would be a family reunion.
0: Yeah. Pierce is also really defensive about Amber. He keeps making these little one off uh, these little side quips, like keep it in your pants winger yeah. or, you know. He does uh, not whatever. want
1: Jeff to have sex with the, her his ex stepdaughter.
0: We also find out that Starburns has a son, a son who shows up in a business suit and a mm-hmm. bluetooth headset. Like, dude is ready to take meetings in the middle of Spanish class. Look, what sometimes Starburns? Sometimes even you just got to
1: you know, sometimes you just gotta go in and be like, "Look dad, I have a, a high-powered executive meeting that I have to take." Um, and
0: I will take it at any point. Starburn's son has normal sideburns. Mm-hmm. Like, what is, what is with that?
1: I think, uh, it's very good as a counterpoint to Starburn's stars and his burns.
0: Uh, we also find out Chang's brother is going to be at the barbecue mm-hmm. later. He also makes jokes at pretty much
1: everybody's expense, which is kind of a weird roasty community or er, comedy joke thing that I, yes, it was not f- uh, fan of. He also indicates that his he ate his twin in utero which surely then covers her son's ears.
0: I mean it's not like a fun fact uh, <laughs> I don't think it's like straight up <laughs> offensive.
1: I like the idea of like fun fact Ben <laughs> Chang ate his twin in utero
0: mm-hmm. Imagine being at like uh, so the let's pretend the community movie comes okay. out. We're we're sitting there in the theater because we can go to theaters. Oh again.
1: man, I just had a l- and in the, l- low the scale pre, panic attack.
0: The pre movie slides are like, you know, um, fun fact, um, Dan Harmon bought a lot of the music for the show so he'd have the rights to it. Fun fact. Ben Chang ate his twin in utero. <laughs> like. <laughs> Fun is fact that really... Joel McHale
1: played football <laughs> at University of Washington.
0: Fun fact literally everyone wants to bone down with Joel McHale. <laughs> Check in with yourself. You know this is true. Chang assumes that Amber is a call girl, mm-hmm. and we get the. Uh, very disturbing line from Pierce that the call girls that he frequents are not nearly as attractive as my daughter. <laughs> uh, Which yeah. is it's... a choice line as they're leaving Spanish class. Um, Pierce wants Jeff to come to the barbecue later to basically say cool things about him. To like build up his image in his step yeah. ex-stepdaughter's Mine.
1: yeah because he recognizes he's not doing very well like he'll tell stories and not remember which one is is amber's mom and things like that um so jeff realizes pierce wants to wants him to wingman uh so that he can get in the good graces of his ex-stepdaughter and says i got a thing and starts walking away at this time annie who has listened to the entire conversation i rolled back and confirmed <laughs> um stops him and is like what what what's this thing you've got
0: Uh, so yeah, Jeff basically explains that he's not going to do it because he basically just wants to get busy with Amber and screw Pierce because they're not even really that close of friends. They're barely friends. They're barely acquaintances.
1: Right. Then Annie is like, well, what would, how, how much of an effort would I be? And she, and he's like a light sweat. Great. I want you to help Pierce with his stepdaughter
0: he then agrees to it because he points out that disappointing annie is like choking the little mermaid with a bike chain it's those doe eyes baby
1: there is there this show has a very a uh, good way of indicating just wild physical things to have happened in a violent manner
0: also Head in a jukebox. my brain my brain went from because when we were talking about jeff being a wingman i was like oh he's winger so like he he's should be a natural wingman and then i was like do you think he's called jeff winger because he just wings everything like did i just uncover some sort of
1: i feel like we need a breaking <laughs> news sound Do do. Doo, 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 doo. ben figures um, out the point of a character's name a community
0: fun fact jeff winger <laughs> is named jeff winger because he wings everything
1: and Jeff is a normal human first name in America. <laughs> I like. I w- I wish that would be the way that they described it. Jeff Winger is named Jeff because that's a normal name in America. Like that's I it. I feel a fun like
0: fact. on like IMDb and stuff, there are a lot of trivia yep. that's like that. Like or like, uh, you know, Jeff means, and then like its original what Jeffrey mm-hmm. means in its original language, and it's like. That's not really a community fact. That's just a, that's a fact about the name Jeff.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I like it. I read the whole thing. I said it was helpful, but I don't know if it's, it's useful to me as a fan of community to know.
0: We also get introduced to Nana Barnes, who is a very old lady in mm-hmm. a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. And Britta is immediately kind of condescending to her, like...
1: Is this Nana Barnes? Troy didn't mention you were such a knockout. What's that supposed to mean?
0: Oh, come on. I'm sure you've broken a few hearts in your time. Oh, tell me. How many men do you think I've laid with?
1: Britta recognizes that she's offended Nana Barnes, and then Nana Barnes tells her to get a switch.
0: Which Britta does not know what that means, but she's like, yeah, I'll do that. Uh, Troy, like, this, is her, this is her new mission in life.
1: Yeah, Troy tells Nana that Britta isn't family. You can't make her get a switch. And Britta's like, "No, I'll get one. I just need to know what it is." <laughs> and Troy tells her that a switch is a stick that Nana Barnes can use to whoop her with.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of great Britta moments, and I am I am notable Britta apologist, but this is <laughs> this
1: is a, a little bit of a bridge too far, I think.
0: This this is this is me, like you know. Have you ever have you ever? I mean, you're literally wearing a Jacksonville Jaguar shirt right now. Yeah. Have you ever I'm sure you've had those moments where you're like, I like the Jacksonville Jaguars and then somebody points out something they did and you're just like, "Ah, yeah,
1: well, I mean, that's every Sunday because they lose so often, you know. Again, if you I'm pretty sure I've told this on the podcast, but the fact that my favorite football team loses so often made it into my my wife's vows on my wedding day because which I love it's like, uh, uh, man.
0: So it also got a big
1: laugh, which I was not super happy with.
0: I'm like, (laughs) now come on, guys. Hey, you know it's uh, most of the time you don't go to a wedding to laugh. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, get, but apparently, little, but apparently, ours was open in Mike night,
1: <laughs> and not just because my name is Mike.
0: Yeah, can you imagine your your wife just getting up there like there? You're she's getting giving her vows, and then she just brick wall drops behind her and then a spotlight comes up it's like boom 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 boom, and then and she's what is like,
1: the deal with the <laughs> jacksonville jaguars they're so bad they should be called the jacksonville lost you <laughs>
0: <laughs> i give your wife cr- more credit than that for what the kind of jokes she would to be tell, fair but that's i was fine. i
1: was trying to do a jerry seinfeld voice instead of uh, my wife's voice uh, my wife is uh, is can, can knows exactly how to hurt me, and I do not want to give her that that platform right now.
0: Out on the quad, we meet Chang's brother, who is a rabbi. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Dean Pelton uh, basically t- says adios, Senior Chang, shalom, Rabbi Chang, and to both of you, sayonara. Which is like okay. I mean, all right. Uh-huh. I guess it feels it it feels uncomfortable so that there's something probably a little bit too much there
0: yes i mean they exchange a glance with each other
1: yeah rabbi chang immediately tells senior chang do you know how ridiculous senior chang sounds (laughs) (laughs) and he's like this is my life drop it (laughs) he's like i'm dropping i'm dropping
0: so, Jeff shows up to the barbecue, and this is the other thing I wanted to bring up, because I give this show a lot of crap for being set in Colorado and then not ever doing anything with it. Um, I bring up repeatedly that in Colorado, a barbecue not a is anything. I did not notice
1: Colorado thing here. I'm so excited.
0: Well, so, because I give you crap for this all the time, right? Like, it's a self-dunk on Colorado, where in Colorado, a barbecue is literally anything oh, that yes. you grill <laughs> stuff on. Um... So, you know, you go to the barbecue and you have some hot dogs and hamburgers. Yeah. And uh, this drives my girlfriend crazy. Sure. No, I get it. She's from Texas. She, she's from Texas. <laughs> this is a very wrong statement. But in Colorado, this is an appropriate... Like, I've never once questioned, oh, yeah, the, the school's having a barbecue And uh, so they've got hot dogs and hamburgers. No, I I hear uh, you. It looked like maybe a little watermelon was in there, too. Like, that's it. Those are all they had.
1: Yeah. Those are normal things to have at a cookout. I agree. But they're called cookouts.
0: (laughs) She did not believe me on this fact until she had to go to some job training thing in Colorado. And then they were like, oh, yeah, we're going to have a barbecue later. And then they had hamburgers and that was it. And she was like it's true what the hell she was very upset by this i
1: I will say that i am where i grew up was uh the north of the south if that makes sense um okay so i think we're starting to bleed into some of the mid-atlantic stuff so barbecue to me is a little bit not as segmented like that like it like we would occasionally call it a barbecue when my mom put you or, or my grandpa put some steaks on the grill um but generally we would refer to it as barbecue you know pulled pork or whatever
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: so i don't think i'm I, I i i find it weird but i don't think i'm nearly as strong as sarah is in this moment as you know like texas is south texas has feelings texas is texas let's be honest with us there it's its own thing
0: (laughs) um anyways that was the only other the the only other weird i need to interrupt this show thing (laughs) because i'm on colorado watch all the time and also this has been been with colorado watch this is also a thing i never even considered until i started dating my girlfriend who is just like no that is that is wrong that is 100 percent wrong
1: (laughs) so i feel like we need to have a colorado watch segment that has like the colorado state song or something
0: but see and then i love kind of giving her crap for it because uh while i was taking notes she was sitting down and watching me with it and i was like i just want to point out they're they're going to a barbecue and they're serving hot dogs and hamburgers and that's it and then she got mad so sure
1: yeah (laughs) i you know what i think you know sometimes some uh uh like uh good natured ribbing is a good part of a relationship um, to the point where some people will see me and Stacy out and about, which again, in the before times where we would be needling each other and making kind of like being kind of kind of jerky at each other. And they're like, are they having a fight? I'm like, no, no, we. this is our <laughs> love language, man. Don't worry about it.
0: Uh, so at the barbecue, uh, Jeff shows up to tell good stories about Pierce mm-hmm. And he tells he tells a story about
1: basically him getting kicked out of Vaughn's band.
0: Which, you know, that's I wouldn't call that a good story. But Jeff, I mean, there's the wingman winger.
1: There's a bit of standing up to a bully there. A bit. A very small bit.
0: I, I like the idea that Vaughn is ever a bully, but that's fine. <laughs> um, hey, Jeff can make
1: anything. I mean, think about how he got... Uh, Man, I don't remember. Uh, uh the uh, professor that John Oliver plays, he got him off because he uh, he loved America too much. He Jeff can make anything correct.
0: Professor Duncan. Duncan.
1: <laughs> we haven't seen um, him in
0: forever, man. <laughs> he comes and goes, but yes, Jeff the Wingman Winger can take a story about getting kicked out of a weird reggae band, uh, and make you sound cool for it. Meanwhile. Shirley's son asks Abra if she's a ninja.
1: Yep. I mean,
0: you know, to be fair,
1: as a, as a child, you probably have never seen anybody with this.
0: Yeah. But this also clothing. teachable moments. Surely Ag-
1: agreed. Agreed. Shirley should be teachable moments. But again, I don't know how funny that is in a sitcom.
0: Probably not much. Abra wants to do the bouncy house. But Abed's dad won't let her because if she gets injured, then it's uh, his ass on the line. Exactly, and he's not about to stand for that. And this causes Shirley and um, what's his name? Gooby. Abed's dad. Gooby. Mm-hmm. Uh, this causes Shirley and Gooby to get into a a bit of, a little bit of a shouting match, where it culminates with with him calling Shirley a bad mother. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So kind of more details there is that, you know, the, uh, Abed and Gooby are, or, or Abra and, uh, Gooby are already having kind of a fight about jumping on the bounce house to, or not. And then Shirley's like, Oh, did he call him a pig anus? And it's like, Oh, I should get a hot dog. <laughs> um, and goes and, tells the boys to stay put who immediately spill a shirt uh drink onto gooby uh has the argument the 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 anger ends like now i need to go to the car and get my emergency shirt i don't even like that shirt
0: the pig anus thing reminds me (laughs) of
1: (laughs) i i hope you don't have anything and i
0: hope you just wanted to say that sentence in high school oh you had something one day my history teacher brought in a bunch of hot dogs as you do um and he, he had a grill and he cooked up some hot dogs and we're all like, what's with the hot dogs? And he's like, oh no, this is, uh, this is just because you've been, you've all been such great students and have some hot dogs and, you know, just a grand old time. And then, so we ate our hot dogs and then he immediately read a passage from Upton Sinclair's The Jungle, which is about the, uh, terrible conditions in meatpacking plants in the early, <laughs> uh, 20th century. Um, it was a very uh, cruel joke. Yeah. Very. Um, <laughs>
1: what, a, what a jerk. I mean, I was that not being
0: said, phased, um, but my then girlfriend was uh, literally crying um, because it was pretty messed up. But that's what I always think of when I think of pig anuses. So, so anyways, A, horrible
1: thing to do. B, uh-huh. it's stuck. So, it stuck. it's effective. But Would horrible. I have
0: remembered the jungle if not for the fact that I had just consumed two hot dogs before that? Probably not. Um I, Point I th- taken. I will say
1: that I don't think I'd ever trust that teacher ever again. <laughs> I think that is a breach of trust, and it's gone now. It's just gone.
0: So Amber goes to use the restroom, and uh Pierce is like you know, maybe you should just leave. Like, I got this from here. Mm-hmm. And so Jeff is like, all right, good luck. Stumbles into Amber on the way out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Jeff tries to just be like, oh, well, you know, you know Pierce is cool. And whatever." I was just. Yeah, my girlfriend leaving. is pregnant. Mm-hmm. And. Of course, Pierce said that Jeff was gay because that's what Pierce does. And Amber is just immediately like. Make Out with Jeff time, mm-hmm. which, you know, if you look at your watch, there's Make Out with Jeff time.
1: Oh, dang, I missed it today. Oh, Mm-hmm. Gonna have to make you know, up got for
0: four, it tomorrow. 4.20, which is the weed time, mm-hmm. and you've got 3.15 in the afternoon, which is Make Out with Jeff time. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I just missed it today. I, mm-hmm. You know what? I'm gonna mm-hmm. have to uh, uh, do a two for tomorrow, I guess.
0: Pierce shows up. Um, then, well, Jeff has... Jeff kind of starts to have some qualms with it. He's like, well, you know, but Pierce is your stepdad right. and uh, Amber points out that
1: he d- Pierce doesn't want men touching his ex-stepdaughter, but he divorced my mom for the, our housekeeper.
0: That's enough for Jeff. And he immediately just goes pretty hardcore on that making out. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, Pierce comes up a little bit into this make out. And, uh, they, they, you know, they do a good job covering. Um, yeah, pretty but good. Pierce is like, oh, well, you know, um, there's a Pictionary tournament that's going to happen, you know, so we should go do that. And Amber bulks at that until Jeff says he'll go. And she's like, yeah, I'll go. Is Jeff joining us?
1: I don't know if he can, can you? I
0: can't. No. Come on, stay. Stay. I can't. Well, maybe I shouldn't either. Stay. You think I should? I think you have to. I'll
1: stay. Me too. Good family day. We go to outside where Britta is picking up sticks with Troy in the background watching her. And Troy's like, please stop pretending Nana is awesome.
0: Yeah. Like she is, she is dedicated to finding a good whooping stick. And she loves the fact
1: that Nana has her own way of discipline. And Troy's like, my mom said there'd be white people that did this with pocket watches and coffee (laughs) grinders and pretending to
0: be into steamboats. Uh-huh. which is it's a
1: very specific kind of person.
0: Yeah, but also that's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, Britta is just being being brutal. Uh, um she finds a, g- a stick and tries like, yeah, that'd be a great switch. Shirley's kids are playing hide and seek. Um cuz Shirley has come back from somewhere. She got and, a hot dog. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. She wanted. We had the, the whole the,
1: conversation about the, the the hot dogs,
0: about the jungle and hot dogs. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Shirley comes back from getting a hot dog, and the boys are playing hide and seek, mm-hmm. and Shirley kind of freaks out because, like, you know, uh, you know, where, um, where the hell did they go? Right. And um, and Abed's
1: like they're playing hide and seek, and when asked where they are, it's like I don't think that's how that works.
0: Shirley's is pissed off until she looks into abra's eyes Mm -hmm. and realizes that's not abra Mm -hmm. and she is immediately just like oh um yeah that's that's fine um and then as soon as goobie's out of the way she lifts up the veil and and lifts up the the burka and it's definitely her kids doing the old vincent adult man uh two kids in a trench coat Except it's a burka right. thing.
1: I do love so Go- Gooby and Shirley kind of have a a fight, and I do love the way that she delivers. You got me, Gooby. It's very funny to me. Um, get him while the Gooby. Get him while the Go. I something about the way <laughs> way that Yvette <laughs> delivers the word Gooby is funny to me. You got me, Gooby.
0: I'm a bad mother.
1: She she admits she, she's a bad mother to Gooby, and but she's at least letting her kids be kids instead of controlling them. And even though that Gooby assumes it's about the burka, it's not, it's about never being allowed to have any fun because she wants to go in the bouncy house. And this is when she realizes it's not Abra, but it's her boys. And then, yeah, they point at the bouncy house and that's where Abra is and she's having a good time bouncing. So,
0: you know, that's pretty cool.
1: And now we're going to do the Pictionary tournament, which I just want to point out is going to be a delicate moment. (laughs)
0: Um, I mean, how do you mean? Is it the fact that Pierce decides that his stepdaughter, his ex-stepdaughter is drawing a smiling sideways vagina? Because, um, I don't see what's so delicate about that, Mike.
1: I mean, other than the sideways vagina, um, no, no, that's, that's not it. Um, the, when, when he uh, gets up there, uh, he gets the, the, the word windmill.
0: (laughs) Yes. Um... And I don't know so, how you want to
1: describe it, my friends.
0: <laughs> Other than well, he so is drawing a
1: specific symbol.
0: He he gets he gets windmill. And um so Sarah was watching this episode with oh, me. Oh boy. And so I knew what was coming, and then there is definitely a moment where she realized what was happening, because Pierce goes to draw the blades of the, the windmill. And he just straight up draws a swastika. That's true. Um, and then he, he realizes his mistake. And so in order to fix it, he just circles it. Honestly, I'm not sure if he realizes he made a mistake. To be he, honest with you. Okay. He, he definitely has a moment where he looks and he sort of, he, he has sort of a shocked like body reaction. I think he is fully aware okay. he has made a mistake um now uh, uh, the, the way he the reacts to, to other
1: people within the scene though indicates to me it's the less thing
0: to do is not to circle it and be like obviously this makes it a windmill yeah, not just circle it once though scratch that out or erase or start something. over yeah right sorry this was supposed to be a windmill and I screwed up and I understand that the rules of Pictionary don't allow me to write words, but these are trying times. <laughs> In these I, trying you know times, what? I, I, am a, I am a Pictionary rules stickler. The rules say you cannot draw numbers and a lot of people draw numbers and I get on people's cases about this. I'd let this one slide. I'd be like, all right, you know what? That's within the rules. You know, I'm fine with this. You know,
1: I do appreciate the fact that you uh, drew what you drew and erased it, and then wrote a apology letter on this the board. Uh, we're gonna let you have the point uh-huh. on that one.
0: Uh huh. Yeah. No. This is this is fine. Um. I mean, I don't know that I'd give him the point. I'd give him a duo. Okay. All right. Um, Fair enough.
1: You get a new word.
0: <laughs> you get a new word.
1: Please don't draw um, a swastika this time, please. Thank you.
0: And of course, uh, Chang's rabbi brother sees the swastika that Pierce is just repeatedly circling instead of actually drawing anything else uh to fix his mistake this 100% and,
1: feels like the only reason Ben Chang's brother is a rabbi just want to put that out there
0: oh yeah like this the, they're like this let's is make Chang's brother a rabbi yes exactly and so Chang is like don't worry I got this and then it cuts to they have both beaten each other up the, uh, campus security yep. is there. Yeah.
1: Officer Krakowski is telling Amber and Jeff that they'll both drop charges, but it'll be a while because the campus police has to take statements.
0: And I may just be a simple cop, but people need to know this isn't going to stop until Pictionary bans the word windmill.
1: <laughs> I love that. I, I do, love officer Krakowski.
0: I do love that line because it's like that, that implies that he's seen this before. Like, This isn't his his first swastika windmill thing, yeah. right? Like, that says a lot. Yeah.
1: Uh, Jeff says, okay, we're going to go get coffee before the gala. And Pierce is like, is that code for sex? And they blow it off. But Officer Kakaski says, is it?
0: I mean, he wants to know. We all want to know. Also, yes, it totally is because they go bone. I mean, Um, we're not quite there yet. (laughs) it happens eventually it
1: happens it happens soon but we are gonna we we can't just jump over the next scene
0: because it is wild look this is like a porno you fast forward to the parts with a bone the rest is irrelevant anyways
1: you're watching community much differently (laughs) than i am my friend
0: (laughs) um it's true if i was if i was fast forwarding through all of community except for the parts right around where people have sex, I would have missed a lot of the show. So you are correct. <laughs> um, Britta has found a, a proper switch. And so she goes and hands it over to Nana and she holds out her hand. And Nana's just like, I'm not a nun. Take your pants off. Get up, bend yourself over my knee. Uh, Troy's like, all you have to do is walk away.
1: And instead Britta drops her pants and gets over Nana's
0: lap and like the, the audacity that Britta has to have to be like, all right, I'm going to drop my pants and, and bend myself over this old woman's knee who is not related to me at all. Like there's, there's a point where you cut your losses and you go. And I think the point is drop your pants and bend over my knee and frankly that's that's like i'm i'm going i'm, I'm going to give rid of the benefit of the doubt up until that moment because when you think you're just gonna get a slap on the wrist all right it's still not gonna be my way to go but you know what i can respect that this th- it's the not cutting <laughs> and running
1: no that's fair but this is this is knowing you have a hand that will not win and still betting, again. This is overplaying your hand yet again. From Britta, I, I'm starting to coalesce around this theory more and more, with more and more <laughs> things happening.
0: So Britta does that. Um, she, she, she drops her pants and bends over this old woman's knee, and
1: Nana gives her the lashes. Man, boy, she whoops. Nana
0: her. goes to town, and both Britta and Troy are crying an awful lot and troy's yelling um, i don't
1: understand you britta
0: it's so <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what it is about troy crying but
0: it's just the best now jeff and amber go into the closet to make well, out to be fair some before they make it somewhere. into the closet
1: they bust into the room that they're it's in true. and they're like yes. wrong room this is the wrong room and then they go to the this closet is the wrong
0: room for everything so, then they find a utility closet. They go to make out. Amber drops a $25,000 check from Pierce. It's tuition for fashion school. Which, earlier, she said... She told Pierce it's for photography school. Uh, sh- and so, she's just like, well, you caught me. Like, almost in a um, playful way. Like,
1: oh, you caught me. <laughs> Maybe I'll just buy a car.
0: Yeah. Um. So, they do the thing. And later...
1: Amber does give him the, like, do you want to be a good person right now? Or do you want to be with me?
0: Uh, he chooses option B mm-hmm. and then later in the hall, he finds Annie and lets her know that Amber is just grifting peers.
1: And he did go through with it. Although I, he didn't do it twice. He wanted to do it twice.
0: Hmm. And the whole time, uh, Annie's just like, "Ew, you're gross. You're faster than Which, some bacteria. Uh-huh. <laughs> just such um, a funny
1: Annie line. I love it so much.
0: And she's like, well, why are you talking to me about this? Um, is it because, you know, you're a good person uh, and talking to me would make you feel bad and make you do the right thing? Mm-hmm. And he's just like, you're the worst. Yeah.
1: In the student lounge, uh, Sh- Shirley is stopping her kids from playing with the alien blasters. And is like, just go get some ding dongs and calm down. Uh, Abed comes in and saying his family's left and, and thanks Shirley for distracting Gooby while Abra got back in her burqa.
0: Shirley is like, that was, a, that was a great thing you, you did. And uh, Abed says, well, it wasn't my idea. It, it was your son's. Mm-hmm. They're good and, kids. You know, you're a good mom. Yeah, they're good mm-hmm. kids.
1: I'm, I see why you were so excited for me to meet them. And you should be proud of them. You're a good mom. And then they hug and then see that one of the kids is now stuck in the vending machine
0: naturally as you, do. you can't you can't take your eyes off of kids for one minute because they will inevitably get stuck in a vending machine
1: you know i i can't count how many times that happened to me in my life when i was a kid
0: i was always trying to get ding-dongs later on there's a dance because this school loves dances this school loves dances uh britta and troy are talking and Britta says you're right Nana's a monster and at this point Nana comes up. Somebody is rolling like,
1: Nana over to this conversation and I don't know why and they this person just disappears.
0: Nana's like what did you say and uh, she's like that's right you're a monster like almost like and at the
1: edge of t- like you're a monster.
0: What did you say? I said you were a monster man and you said Troy was right get me a switch and Nana's like But you also said that Troy was right. Go get me a switch. And Troy's just like, thanks, Britta.
1: He doesn't say it, but he says it with his eyes, with a very pointed look.
0: Amber shows up and Jeff says she should tear tear up the check. And that she should be good to Pierce. And it's a whole speech. I don't remember what's said. Yeah. Jeff actually has a heart, yeah. which is be- atypical. Because she
1: wants to go ahead and pick up where she left off with Jeff after she spends some time with, quote, Daddy Warbrooks, unquote. And then after Jeff declines it and tells her to tear up the check, he's like, if you want me to cut you in, you don't have any leverage. And Jeff says, I'd rather be the bad guy than watch you siphon money
0: away from Pierce. Jeff goes to tell Pierce what happened. And
1: Pierce had a feeling that she would take the check and run.
0: Pearson parts his advice to Jeff, which is, you know, you're young, so should have a family share your life because that and understanding computers are just the two things that don't really work out for you in the end.
1: Uh, Jeff points out multiple times in which, you know, they called each other and Abed called them and and that's sharing your life. If you have friends, your family.
0: It's sort of like the Olive Garden thing about when you're there, your family accepted. I kind Except of it's... felt the Olive Garden vibe. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. See, see, we both, you know, that's good marketing right there because totally unrelated. And all of a sudden I'm like breadsticks though.
1: Gotta get me that unlimited salad.
0: So, uh, yeah. The, uh, Pierce is just like, come here son yeah and then they start hugging but it's sort of they're rocking back and forth and it's like so- are we dancing or Pirates. hugging uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, i've
1: had hugs like that before um mm-hmm. because i'm a hugger but have so. they
0: ever been at, at dances where no you're playing
1: yeah, they have never been at dances they've been outside dances and people are like are are they dancing aren't they dancing um uh, Pierce calls him a chip off the old block when Jeff admits to having sex with Amber because Pierce is like, Oh, it's either that or deal with your actual pain.
0: Right? Because Pierce was like, if the roles were, were reversed, I'd have had sex with your ex stepdaughter. So, you know, he's at least honest about it. Yeah. Um, um, and then J- Jeff is like, well, I'm not hurt. And then he looks over and sees Slater and he just starts crying.
1: Yeah. Slater is dancing with another man. So,
0: like not outright sobbing, but it's definitely like some emotion. Mm-hmm. It's
1: a it's a pretty well acted
0: scene, in my opinion. Jeff is like we always used to watch the shows she wanted to watch. I hate Glee. I'm not I don't fond understand of the Glee. appeal. Um. <laughs>
1: uh. Yeah. So that's the end of the episode, and then we get the tag, which is uh, if you remember in the episode when one of Shirley's boys was in the vending machine. Now Abed and Troy are in the vending machine because they they thought it looked fun.
0: It does not work out for them because they are stuck and Abed hatches a plan to uh, because there's some money in the machine already um they can pop Troy's
1: phone out of his pocket by hitting G14 and Troy goes to do it but I th- but he thinks he hit G13 so it pins him against the front of the machine and he's
0: now in pain and that is the end of the episode and that means that it is time for Great. <laughs> I like this episode pretty well. Um it's always interesting when we get episodes where Jeff has to uh tin man it up, by which I mean get a heart.
1: <laughs> I love that phrase. That's so good. Go- keep going though. <laughs> it's so good. Oh man, I can't help it.
0: Yeah, it's always interesting with those episodes. Um The the Britta plot line is weird because that is just britta being the worst like she is on her high horse the whole time and it means that she uh gets her butt whooped quite a bit yeah. by an old lady so that that plot's weird i mean that's totally that's totally how white people do things sometimes because yeah. we're weird it's certainly how britta um, does it and you know i'll certainly I'll get to how that britta minute, does it but- the the Jeff plot is you know, it's pretty good. Um and the Abed and Shirley plot is uh I think pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um overall, I think it's a good episode. I like a lot of the jokes. Um I would hesitate to call it a truly standout episode. I would give it a B. It's okay. it's a good solid episode. I enjoy it but it's not like blow my socks off good. So it's where I stand. Fair enough. Um,
1: I think I, I kind of agree with you on most of the accounts. The, you know, uh, the Brita plot line is interesting. I don't think it's, I I think it's mostly funny because Troy puts, you know, Don Glover always puts in a really good performance. Um, I agree with you on the other two storylines. I think it is interesting though. And I think it's, you know, uh, this was what, 10 years ago at this point, where we were, this, mm-hmm. this show was making these points about, you know, like, a white woman not understanding the black experience. And it's like, oh, clearly, you're going to hit me on the back of my wrist with a with a switch, which I just learned about, of kind of like, Right. I, I don't know about this, but clearly, it's going to be fine. So, I, I think that's a really interesting point. And I think that's, you know, com- comedy-wise, it, it's funny enough because... You know, you're doing a little bit of the fish out of water thing, Mm -hmm. but I think it tells you a little bit about, you know, who these characters are. I I think character wise, this is a really good episode for most everybody. Annie doesn't have a whole lot going on, but, you know, it's true. She's she's there as a moral compass and then disappears. So that that kind of sucks for her. But, you know, there's but I think everybody else that has something in like we learn about you know Shirley's parenting, and it's you know like just you know are they There may be wild a little bit, like they may be going you know bouncing off the walls a little bit, but they're good kids, and they they care. And I think that's that's an important note about Shirley, who hasn't he indicates early on that she hasn't been able to have been there with her kids, and and that conflict with Gooby about how to raise kids is actually an interesting one as well. I think, I think the questions this care, this episode asks and attempts to, you know, point out pros and cons is actually like the, the stronger part of the episode, not the jokes or the plots. I think the, the fact that it's touching on some of these thoughts are interesting. I do think if this episode was made in 2020, you'd probably get a little bit more, more of the teachable moments around the, you know, anti you know gooby remarks the homeland security orange alert kind of thing i think you'd get a lot more of that and i think that would probably you know maybe not improve it but it would say something about those things in particular um but i i mean i like it but i i don't like it as much as other episodes i i mean it's really funny the shot of britta getting whooped by nana with Troy laughing and then Jeff and Amber bursting in, in the background. It is a funny, it's like a Renaissance painting of hilarity. Um, But I don't, I I don't think it's as good as others. And I I kind of agree with you. You gave it a B, right? Yeah. I'm in there with a B as well.
0: Cool. Uh, Well, we would like to know what you think about this episode uh, about uh, the correct use of the term barbecue (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, about, um the joke about finishing each other's sandwiches mm-hmm. um etc I don't remember what else we talked we went on a lot of tangents early and then we sort of nose dived to the sandwiches cuz we're both like episode. there's
1: food at the end of this tunnel um I will uh, if you want to make jokes about the Jacksonville Jaguars go ahead I've heard most of them already but feel free just don't don't say they're moving just don't do that that's not cool
0: we want to know all these things and more. You can reach out to us a couple of different ways. We are on Twitter at GoodGreendale. You can find a contact form for us on our website, goodmorninggreendale.com. And yeah, that's yeah. a great place to find info on our Patreon, mm-hmm. on our, uh, you know, places to, to listen to us. If you've got a friend who you want to try to get to listen to this show. You can send them to that website mm-hmm. and it's got links for Apple podcasts and Google play podcasts, and they can listen right in their own browser. It's a pretty yeah. great way to share with your friends. And so. as
1: Ben mentioned, we do have a Patreon, but we love you. Uh, I, we know it's a rough time. Um, if you can support us, uh, feel free. We would at probably right now suggest you look for other charitable uh, donations instead of us. Um, but we love you uh, for coming to the end of these journeys and uh thank you we 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 love doing this and it's it's wonderful to know that there are other people that love what we what we're doing
0: and that'll do it for us this week and until next week when we talk about yet another episode of of community i'm ben and i'm mike i wish you luck luck.